0: Welcome to Public Historians at Work, a podcast series from the Center for Public History at the University of Houston. This season, we're examining how public historians engage with race and the roots of systemic racism in our city, state, and nation. In this special supplement, graduate students from the University of Houston highlight voices and stories from the Third Ward, a historic Black neighborhood at the heart of the city. Let's listen in.
1: What if I told you that the things that make cities and neighborhoods look bad such as street lights, signs, banners, cable posts and electricity boxes can be turned into art? I am standing here in Emancipation Boulevard in front of an electricity box which is now a mini mural painted by Houston-based artist Maya Imani Watson. Artists like her have beautified their own neighborhoods such as Third Ward, where I am right now, by turning many of these ugly metal boxes into colorful and meaningful pieces of art. These pieces emanate life and love through the vibrancy of their colors, like blues, yellows, pinks, blacks, reds, and they also convey the earth and nature. They portray abstract and figurative flowery forms. It seems as if the people depicted here are dreaming or imagining a world full of color. Today I want to present Maya Imani Watson's mini murals. The first mini mural is called Legacy of Love. The second one is Led by the Spirit. I have conducted a written interview with the artist. She has kindly responded to all of my questions. Thank you, Maya, for making this podcast possible. The name of the episode is Beautifying Third Ward. Let's begin. Maya Imani Watson is the proud daughter of Sam and Mary Watson. She is the director of the world's coolest traveling art museum that promotes art through books and global art initiatives. She has worked as a museum administrator and educator for over 20 years. Maya's passion is the rich heritage of African-American people and the way in which art can heal, inspire, and build bridges across cultures. murals are featured on Emancipation Boulevard and McGowan, and Emancipation Boulevard and Blodgett Street. At first, she was taken back about painting a mural in front of the smoke shop, but the people at the bus stop engaged her as she was working and were so proud of the work unfolding before their eyes. Watson forgets the base of her umbrella one day and a gentleman literally stood there and held it for her. That gesture to her was a reminder of the goodness of humanity. The two mini murals have profound meanings to Maya. The first mini mural is located at Emancipation and McGowan. On one side, the artist pays homage to Reverend Bill Lawson of Wheeler Avenue Baptist Church and his wife. He has been involved in the civil rights movement and the church for over 30 years.
2: The church itself was stamped with civil rights and we were part of many of the movements uh, here. Uh, We fought school segregation in Houston. And in 1965, that banner year 1965, thousands of people marched against the youth in the school district, and schools were then desegregated. Uh, several of us marched against uh, segregation in the department stores and in, and in the theaters. And uh, so many things happened, much of oh. it starting out at the church. Yeah. And all that uh, that has been happening has been pretty much Uh, sort of uh, an interweaving of the civil rights movement and of our work as Christians. We believe that as Christians, if there is anybody suffering, we are supposed to respond to that suffering. So whether it is black people who are being segregated or whether it is poor people who are having difficulties, we're supposed to respond.
1: Lawson helped build the first Afro-American Studies program at the University of Houston and taught classes in Sociology and the Black Church. Maya states that as a brownie there and as a child after her mother passed away, a friend encouraged her to come with her daughter. She was truly inspired by the messages of Pastor Cosby and the enduring legacy of Pastor Lawson because he was able to create a powerful church family with his faith and obedience. The second panel is of a mother and child. It is modeled after Watson's sister and one of her nieces. It represents the strength of mothers in the community who make life beautiful and meaningful with the reality they shape for their children and families. The third panel is of John T. Biggers, who she met several times on her journey as a young artist. Each time, he encouraged her to continue to create. He was still alive when Watson started to work at the University Museum at Texas Southern University with Dr. Avila J. Wardlow. His mural, Web of Life, was the first work of art installed in the museum. Dr. Biggers had a way of sharing life stories and had such a respect and love for women as the birds of life, so Watson wanted to pay homage to him. The final panel on this mini mural is actually about Watson's parents, Sam and Mary Watson. They have both transitioned to be with the Lord, she says, but as Maya Watson writes, their legacy of love runs long and deep. Her parents met on a blind date when her dad was at Harvard. Her mom lived in Cambridge. They were serious and intentional about loving their kids and instilling excellence love a sense of purpose family and community in them every day after work the route that watson normally took even before the mini murals were made was passing by the corner of emancipation and McGowan. and on her worst day she looked up while waiting at the light and her parents were smiling back at her she says second mini-mural, is located at Emancipation and bludgeoned across from a club. This mini-mural features a friend and his son on one side. With so many negative images of young African-American males, Maya decided to depict the strength of a father's love. Redick Edwards epitomizes the love of and the legacy of a strong father. He comes from an amazing family and reflects the love poured into him by his own father. Another panel is on a small young girl with a paintbrush in her hand. It speaks to the gifts and the talents we are each given. To Maya, the world is made better as we operate in and share our respective gifts in the world. Another panel is of Maya's daughter holding a butterfly. Butterflies are symbolic of change and transformation. Maya wanted her to always remember that she is part of a rich legacy and that she must be the change that she wants to see in the world. The final panel, opposite of her daughter, represents the artist herself. The swirls in the hair echo the presence and power of the Holy Spirit to bring about inspiration, innovation, healing, beauty, and change. At a solo exhibition, when Maya looked across the museum, she saw the rainbow color swirls spanning throughout the museum. As she look at the world, God allows her to see the beauty in people and humanity. Maya, why did you decide to convey these images on these electric boxes? She said, I had seen many murals in other parts of the city and was excited about the opportunity to create one in my own neighborhood. Maya noted that Nelson Stevens, a professor from the University of Massachusetts, an Afri-Cobra member, taught her to paint The Upside of Pain. Maya Watson seeks to fill empty spaces with positive words and meaningful images that she hopes will inspire and encourage long after she's gone. Creatively, I would like to be remembered by my artwork, murals, and art initiatives, she says. And she hopes to encourage and inspire with many different types of projects. Maya is working on completing a children's book. She has submitted to do a few more mini murals, and she's certainly open to the possibility of creating more public art. She hopes to implant projects that will help empower young people to document cultural history. After knowing more about these enigmatic mini murals, a question comes to mind regarding how do they fit into these urban spaces? Every one of them tells a story, and every artist conveys those stories differently. So that is why it is important to know great artists like Maya Imani Watson and understand their mission and how their artworks are representative of their own neighborhoods and towns. Besides beautifying the streets, they convey very deep and profound meanings that are representative of the history of these places. I want to deeply thank Maya Imani Watson, for taking the time to answer all of my questions regarding her and her fascinating works. We really need more people like her to make life and society better and aware of the art and history of the places we live in that many times go overlooked. And if you haven't seen Maya Watson's mini murals, please go take a look at them. Watson's art is a great launching point to discuss and to know other artists seeking to beautify Houston and remind people of these moments in history and stories that made places like Third Ward what they are today. For more information, please check out the Houston Chronicle and the article Remnants of History. Artists preserve Third Wars culture through mini murals written by Julianne Gill. Also visit www.mayaimaniwatson.com.
0: Thank you for joining us for this special episode of Public Historians at Work. For more stories from the Third Ward, check out the Oral History Collection in the University of Houston Libraries at digital.lib.uh.edu. To learn more about the Center for Public History, find us online at uh.edu class slash cph or on Facebook and Twitter at UHCP history. Remember, we are all keepers of our history.